Hey there, this is Lucy. And I'm Sam. And we're so fucking sorry. And today, we're getting a little grateful with it, I think. Just a little. Not like too much. Mm, mm -mm. We have to ground ourselves, so we're also going to be ungrateful today. Yeah. or The duality of man. More like things that we tend to overlook or also don't like. (laughs) I don't know. Well, Well, you'll get it. When we get, it. get into it. Mm-hmm. Did you want to so. start or should I start? I can start. Okay, I want to, I want to, ooh, oh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> um, I want to say how grateful I am for my best friend, Sam. That is, okay, you put that on the list. <laughs> and I like, legit blushed. I was like, oh. I I am very grateful for my friend Sam, and I'm gonna embarrass you more by saying nice things about you. I didn't know I was gonna I, cry when I woke up mm-hmm. today. <laughs> well, get ready for it, baby. Uh, I'm grateful for my friend Sam because they're very uh, attentive, and um, they're they they uh, you uh, they you you who always <laughs> say nice things when 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 we talk and you're like hey i think you're a cool person and i'm like wow i think you're a cool person and that makes me feel good and you're fun to podcast with and to stream with and you're good friends with my sister and i'm grateful for that and i'm grateful that our moms are best friends (laughs) (laughs) and i and what else am i grateful for uh, I like that you're nice to your dogs. I think that's very cool, and I admire that. I hope everyone's nice to their dogs. Yeah, but for our listeners, you should know that Sam is extra nice to her dogs. She is a real good dog owner. Some could I've... say a pushover. <laughs> no, I think, like, I am always very impressed by, like, you guys train your dogs well, and you treat your dogs well. But we and... have a standard. Sometimes yeah. they don't meet the standard. Like, Nova's not very smart, so we, <laughs> it's a lot to train her, but we get there. And I appreciate that you appreciate the fact that we put in work to get our, our dogs mm. to behave and be loved. Yes. And, I mean, I could I, I could just keep going about all of the things I appreciate about my super cool and awesome podcast co-host. I'm going to cut you off there, because, one, <laughs> I don't want to cry today. Two, ah. I put your name on the list, so it's my no. turn to make you slightly embarrassed or whatever love sends splash pa. I don't know what that was. Anyway, Embarrass the fuck out of me. Um, I actually, okay, I've had like two role models within my peer systems growing up. One of them was JC, and that was more like of an artistic role model, but for life and in general, like this person is just really cool and I aspire to be like them one day. You were always that, like, big sister. And I was like, man, Lucy's so cool with all of her, like, obsessions with the dead and stuff. But no, like, seriously. (laughs) Um, The way you, like, deal with problems and stuff, as a child or, like, a preteen, whatever, I was going through similar things. So watching you be able to, like, overcome, or at least in my eyes, uh, like, I saw the successes that you had was very inspiring for me and then you're just like a really cool person like i'm so pissed that we didn't talk before because i like you so much as a friend and i'm like 
man, we missed out on all these years where we could have been cool friends. When I was like, oh, I can't talk to Lusoup's siblings. That would be weird. But it's not weird. I like you guys. Thanks for existing. <laughs> Thank you for existing. That made that ah ah. That made my heart happy. We uh, I, we also can talk about family and friends because I feel like that's the same mm. uh, situation. I have recently oh, yeah. become even closer with my parents. I, I okay, I've always been quite close with my mother. Like she's the one that's like call me on the weekends and. If dad's around, he'll, like, chill and chat, which is nice. But um, recently I took a trip with my dad. Like, he drove me out to university. And it was really nice to just, like, spend some time with him one-on-one. Um, -on -one because it's been, like, forever since we did that. We used to go on uh, road trips. And I think, I don't know why, but often it would just be me and my dad. I don't know if it was, like, my brother was doing sports or something or mom flew out. But sometimes it was just us. And we had, like, a whole bunch of road trip uh, hmm. memes, I guess, or, like, <laughs> what do you call them? Like, uh, Inside rituals? Jokes? Something like that, whatever. But uh, Rituals? <laughs> well, there's a word for it. Here, Sam. Uh, it's not a ritual. Um, traditions? Traditions! Traditions <laughs> and rituals are, like, the same thing. Um, not really, but anyway. So things like when my dad got mad when he when I was younger in Montreal traffic, I went, keep calm, have a Twizzler. <laughs> and it made him, like, calm down. So, like, I do that now. I'm like, we're a little lost. Keep calm, have a Twizzler. And now we have to have, like, Twizzlers on the road and stuff That's like that. adorable. Yeah, so it was nice being able to, like, reconnect and chill with my dad a little bit more. And then, obviously, like, my mom's always been supportive, so... That's good. My brother exists. I love him. He should text <laughs> me more. <laughs> hey, Sam's brother. Text Sam more. I'm grateful that he is always connected in a way that doesn't necessarily need to be in like a conversation. Like my brother and I are connected even though we haven't talked for a couple of months. <laughs> like I saw him <laughs> in August. It's fine. Yeah. Um but yeah, he's he's also a super cool guy, and he should talk to me more. Yes. What about you? You have a family. I I do. I have one of those. Uh, so I am forever and forever and always incredibly grateful for my family. I'm gonna stumble over my words a lot in this episode. That's fine. Because I there like there is no way for me to express exactly how grateful I am for the things I'm grateful for and so I'm just gonna end up like saying very underwhelming and stupid things but <laughs> every podcast ever <laughs> um but like my family and I are incredibly close and like we've always been incredibly close we were never ones to like fight um because I know some siblings like don't get along so like I've all like I think it's incredible that we do um and yeah like basically like my siblings and i share one brain cell <laughs> we're like uh like three parts of one whole person um like and i don't know i'm incredibly grateful for them i think life would suck without them so much they're they're my best friends and uh we always got each other's back so yeah pretty and my parents grateful for them too they, I mean, they've done so much for us and like 
especially where I struggle with mental illness, like my mom especially like takes care of me there. And so I'm really grateful for that. Uh, what else? Oh, oh, I'm also incredibly grateful and appreciative that my parents are silly. Because <laughs> like some some people's parents, I'm like, God damn, is this your mom or like a or a school teacher? Like, <laughs> like, is this a prison guard or your dad, you know? But like my parents are like, they're just in a silly goofy mood you know they're just they're they're just as weird as we are and i love it yeah I, uh I've it's been so good quite blessed to have been raised all like honestly i con- condemn is that the word whatever i applaud the effort my parents had put in to raise us because they had to face some tribulations which were not so hot uh but we still turned out fan fucking tastic if i didn't <laughs> yeah. say so myself um but yeah like my parents are super good at uh de-escalating situations i think they raised me quite well with good like good strong morals even though my like moral compass might be a little bit more gray than my brother's (laughs) i've still got pretty good like morals and uh connection systems with people like i can emotionally connect with people and that's one of the hardest things to teach uh, a child growing up so good job Mm. you did it I'm a good human. I agree. You are a good human. I do think your parents did a good job. And I can't and... believe your parents could actually control. Okay, your mother <laughs> is low key crazy. I love you, mm-hmm. but she's like a, a little crazy. <laughs> she spawned three of you that are all equally as crazy. Yeah, I'm I don't know so how she did it. I'm so impressed that she can wrangle y'all so Mm -hmm. easily at least when you were children like i can't even imagine what going into a store with the three of y'all was like (laughs) oh it wasn't good as okay so um i don't know if i've told this story on podcast before but when mom was pregnant with soup uh because i'm the oldest middle child i I, yeah i used to (laughs) i used i knew she couldn't catch me because she was pregnant oh god (laughs) so i would run just far enough to get out of her grasp and then turn around and laugh at her (laughs) and then she would catch up to me and i'd run just far enough out of her grasp this is your mother's little shit yeah because she was (laughs) pregnant so i knew she couldn't catch me no um so yeah i am incredibly impressed that she managed to wrangle three maniacs can you imagine if raising us went wrong and then trying trying to wrangle three just three pure forces of chaos without any i don't know morals or or uh like other things normal people have but uh, like can you imagine that would be horrible la soup would have been a scene kid she would have committed she she might have committed murder (laughs) i mean uh, but yeah so yeah she, I agree. She she was crazy for having three of us, uh, but uh, turned out great because now I have two built-in best friends for life. Speaking of friends, I have been spending a lot of time with IRL and online friends, and I just wanted to Ooh. bring that up because especially like online friends, you never think of them like or like a lot of people have a hard time actually considering online people friends, but. I've had the experience probably, it's been over 10 years. I My first, like, online friend experience was 2010. 
I'm not friends with that yeah. person anymore, but, like, that's when I <laughs> became conscious. But that's, no, that's when I was, like, playing Minecraft servers, which is where I started, like, adding people on Skype, calling them, chilling, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, I spend almost every day or at least multiple times a week getting online with these people and playing these video games. So I really appreciate that they're able to, like, accept me into their group and then, uh, actually want to like play games because that's a lot of commitment right i've never been Mm. granted it's like you're not actually committing but the fact that like it happens multiple times a week for multiple like hours that you're playing video games i'm like that's a lot like that doesn't happen in real life oh you want to play board games today no i've got (laughs) shit to do come on i'm busy (laughs) but even the people in real life like uh i called the soup the other day and we just we chatted on the phone, which was super nice because it's like catching up and whatever. Uh, mm. I've made new friends through the board game club, which I haven't gone to in Yay! a couple of weeks. Oops. Uh, so it's good to see them every once in a while and be able to just like change pace uh, of what I've been doing. And then obviously like the people I live with. So like my boyfriend, Zach, I always love spending time with him. Um, on his birthday on October 8th, we had spent some time. We went to dinner and we watched a movie and it was really nice to just like reconnect and talk after like the whole summer or whatever you know uh, <laughs> stuff like that thank you for existing friends oh i got a text from someone the other day that was like i miss you like how are you doing uh, and i was like oh man how's school because they they're doing like another program at another university now yep that's real cute Wins. I- I'm also grateful for it. So this is the first time in my life I've had online friends. Um, And so this is a new experience. Uh, And every time, well, first of all, every time I mention an online friend, my dad's like, they could be a serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just saying. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, um, thanks for making me sweat, I guess. (laughs) That's the case. Um, It's a (laughs) win-win. Um but no seriously i'm super grateful for all the people i'm meeting through like our like online streaming communities because we're like small streamers Mm. but it's it's a lot of fun i don't know it's it's always nice to like have people to hang out with you know Mm -hmm. uh like you were saying because like the thing with like meeting up with your friends to play board games every day is like during day hours like you got to do real like life shit but then, like, if you're streaming or you're playing games together, usually that's, like, in your designated chill hours. Mm-hmm. And you'll make friends who have the same designated chill hours, which is great. Because that means you guys are almost always available to 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 chill together. Um, also grateful for IRL friends. I, <laughs> I went on an adventure uh, last week, last weekend, I think. Uh, I went to a military island. Oh, um, God. yeah so it's like a not like an active military island it was like back in uh uh, 1740 fuck you we built (laughs) we built a fort here to defend ourselves from nobody because we were never under attack but we built it anyways you know it was one of those places yeah and (laughs) it was like we a bunch of people from my program went and um i have these two friends and I'm in a lot of courses together, but we just sort of like, like frolicked on the island and it was delightful. You know, you know that feeling when you're on a trip somewhere at like a school trip and you have your friends and you fucking frolic mm-hmm. like that shit, it was that, that same shit. 
and it was good. We uh, conquered the island in the name of the gays. So if if you are a part of the LGBTQ community, you're welcome, because now we've got an island. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This sounds like a freaking like book story. Lucy and friends conquers military island <laughs> in the name of the gays. I could make a best like a, a New York bestseller, mm-hmm. New York Times bestseller out of that. Okay, keep going. Anyway, I better get I better get I better get some 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 credit for that. Some I'm gonna uh, change the names, mission. and you'll never know. <gasps> no, but uh. To be fair, nobody was really stopping us because it, it was only tour guides on that island. And what were they going to do? Stop us? What if they were gay? They didn't. Then it would be like... Well, then they're allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be better for them. Yeah, so I'm grateful. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for friends I can go on adventures with and conquer military islands with. <laughs> I am ungrateful, and we're using this in two contexts. One would be ungrateful mm-hmm. as in, like, oh, I don't take it like i take advantage of this thing often and i i need to appreciate it more the other one is i hate this thing this one mm-hmm. is i hate this thing because we're talking about friends i hate and i am ungrateful for and i wish they stopped existing as time zones because it mm. is so hard to schedule something with people in other time zones or like if you want to stay up late because you're having a good time and you're like oh shit it's 2 a.m but for them it's 12 and they're like oh you're oh. getting off so early i'm like bitch i gotta go to bed that's horrible. I am also ungrateful for time zones, and I will never appreciate them. Or like time zones, bad. We have a friend in um, Alberta who's three hours behind us here, so like, mm. and he's the DJ that stays up really late. So he'll like, I'll get off at three a.m. and he's like, it's midnight, and then I'll see him up at like, so I'll wake up, and then he's still up. Because it's two no. hours behind, and then I'll go to class, and he's like, "All right, I'm going to bed." I'm like it's nine a.m., oh, no. but it's like six a.m. for him, so it's like kind of Still acceptable. Staying up until six a.m. Is he nocturnal? <laughs> Basically, if we had to, like, I wish we could switch time zones because then it would work out so much better. But yeah. he doesn't like the East Coast, and I don't blame him. So, <laughs> but yeah, time zones bad. Time zones bad. Uh, along similar lines, I am ungrateful for the internet. <laughs> I know I just said I love the internet because I can make internet friends, but it's like a love-hate thing. The internet, okay, so, like, the internet is cool because you can get, uh, like, information about things, and you can watch funny memes, and you can make friends, and you can find genuine connections online. But also, me hate internet because it takes all time, and also spread disinformation, and also people mean, and me no like. Uh, So ungrateful for internet but also grateful for internet i like how you talked about the internet like it was a meme format Um, (laughs) i feel like the internet in itself is just a tool to propagate those ideas so like if someone uses it for like hate mail or something is that really the internet's fault or is that you just being a bitch (laughs) i think um because i think like the thing nowadays is that with the dawn of like algorithms um it becomes a lot more complicated to um, avoid disinformation on the internet true uh especially for people who didn't have an education in internet because something like i noticed is uh we were all educated on internet safety as kids because they were like 
well yeah younger generations are 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 getting more education on that but like i remember we had to do this fucking workshop in like high school during an english class it was weird um all and... I remember is typing classes in elementary school. <laughs> Y'all had typing classes? Yeah, we had to do home row typing. And then That's... after we finished our typing, we could go play webcams. So, you, you know, know what? I think we did that too. I got really good at typing because I didn't want to waste time not playing webcams. <laughs> grateful for webcams. So grateful for webcams. I forgot so my point. Where webkins. was I going? Uh Oh, the other thing we had was like a don't talk to strangers on the internet. They're all predators. <laughs> Cyberbullying is bad. That's all we got. Or at least that's yeah. all I took away from it. My um, my personal experience with the internet, my parents did a good job being like, hey, don't give out your personal details. Don't. Mm, yeah. Like, that was good. Um, like, what did you do as a kid? Because I spent all of my time talking to people online because I didn't have a lot of friends in real life. <laughs> Or well, like I didn't well, go outside, so what was I supposed to do? We had a we had a name drop of hometown. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Okay. Uh, twenty. Continue. Very good. Um, I don't know what I was saying, but basically, yeah. You said you don't know how people like. Basically, you're like I don't know how people survived in our small town without uh, the internet. Good catch, like, by the way. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, because it, it um, like made the world bigger, right? We have such a small little world going on, and to be able to reach out to people that actually had other things going on, like I I learned so much about Japanese cuisine just by having uh, mm. pop and cooking videos and other weeb shit. Um, but that I think made me a better, more well-rounded person coming from such a small, isolated town, right? I was able to expose myself to more things so that I wouldn't be like culture shocked. When I went off to university. I agree. I, I'm i very grateful for the internet in that respect as well. Like it's not, it's incredible for finding online communities. Um, especially because like where we have such a small town. Um, sometimes there aren't any people there who are interested in the same things you're interested in. So like when I was younger, finding NaNoWriMo, which is National Novel Writing Month for any of you uh, people who don't know what it is, you attempt to write a novel in a month, and it is next month. It's, it happens during November. But, like, finding that as a kid and then being like, oh, my gosh, there's, like, all these people who also love writing, and I can talk to them about, like, story craft and, like, and just, like, I don't know, learn from them. That was really sick. So pretty grateful for that. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Are you doing NaNoWriMo this year? <laughs> no, 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 no. I cannot do a master's and NaNoWriMo at the same time. I tried last year and it was a mistake. That's totally fair. I don't blame you. How many the NaNoWriMos stress. have you either completed or partaken in? Because I know sometimes it's hard to complete uh, that. Like, it's 50, what is it, 50,000 words? It's 50,000 words in a month. Uh, Y'all are me... insane. I, am, I, gotta, I don't know how I gotta... you could do it. <laughs> I'm going to haul up the website real quick and see. I have, let's look at my profile. LaSoup brought it up to me in like middle school. She was like, do NaNoWriMo with me? And I was like, okay, we're friends. I'll do whatever you want. And then she was like, yeah, you got to write 50,000 words. And I was like, Pfft. you're like, mm, no. Not going to do that. <laughs> I think I've only completed it twice, but I've done more than that. Like I've, I've participated in NaNoWriMo events, uh, Prior, see even participating is worth the knowledge or like the mention 
because it gives you like you do make progress whether it's just like a couple stories or a couple chapters or if you actually do the whole thing writing anything within that month is like with that motivation is a win in my book yeah it's pretty pog i mm, i think i might have completed three because i'm looking at the little wreath i have at the bottom and like generally the number of leaves on the wreath shows like so on under your profile picture you get a wreath and you get a new leaf every time you complete a uh, nano event. So I think I have three because I think, don't quote me on this, I think you get the wreath with your first event and then leaves are like subsequent events. But don't quote me on that. I don't know, I don't know what the I've fuck I'm talking about. I've never done it before. <laughs> it's great. I absolutely recommend it and I'm grateful for it. So when are we doing a uh, Lucy NaNoWriMo novel read-along on podcast? <laughs> you know what? Never. <laughs> uh-uh. Bro, that's totally that is... fine. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> that 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 Unless... that would be like a <laughs> ha uh-huh. Um, like writing is something that's so vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's like, hi, um, do you want to know what my bones look like? <laughs> because let me show you. Like it's 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 like that kind of personal, you know. It's like it feels like it's a part of you. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so embarrassed by my own writing. It doesn't even have to be about something embarrassing. It could just be like a fictional story. And I'm like, oh, it's garbage. Don't read it. (laughs) I think it's that we're perfectionists. Maybe. But even like I I validated myself. I did this. So in high school, I was getting really good grades in English class. And I felt really weird about it because I thought maybe there was like an interpersonal relationship with the... uh, the teacher that maybe was pushing me along because there was a couple things like I wrote instead of writing the uh, assigned essays so like a, sh- a Shakespeare essay or whatever I was mm. writing uh, work essays on everything or like uh, scholarship applications I had the teacher proof and she was like do you want me to just mark this instead because I was like really busy anyway uh, I-, I never felt validated in my English writing skills so I took university courses in English as electives one because awesome. I was slightly interested too, mostly just to like validate my writing skill. Because I was like, mm. if I can get an A in an English university class, there's gotta be something. It can't be like garbage, you know? Yeah. So I've taken first year English. I actually would have a minor in English if we did minors, but our school doesn't do minor. Uh, I took a first year English, a third year fantasy class, which was super cool, and I'm Ooh. currently in a creative writing cra- class that just. It's a lot of work, but it's kind of a joke. I feel weird. Uh, but yeah, the fact that I was able to thrive in a setting such as that has made me more confident in my writing, but I'm still like, don't read it. It's garbage. <laughs> I, don't know I get the feeling. From. It's really weird. I guess it's just because it is so uh, personal. Vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. I get you. I get you. Do you want to know something I'm ungrateful for? What you ungrateful for, girl? <clears throat> the ocean. Fuck the ocean. <laughs> the ocean right i listen we should appreciate the ocean because it's beautiful no fuck the ocean and all that but fuck the fuck the ocean like we don't know what's in there we only know some of what's in there we know more about space than we know about the ocean and like i could talk about the ocean for literally 50 years and and still have more to talk about (laughs) like we're like regarding my opinions on the ocean 
maybe okay so maybe uh for our next episode um like our how like if we do a like a spooky halloween themed episode we should talk about our fears uh one of my fears is the ocean uh because like i just and you know (laughs) i growing up i was apprehensive of the ocean like i didn't like swimming in the ocean as i Mm. age and learn more about the ocean i'm more and more terrified yes like i learned what a riptide was last year it's Mm -hmm. like a a current that's super strong that pulls you out deep into the sea uh just from the beach and i'm like that's terrifying there was this story about the girl or the the like friend group that got floated away into sea on a floaty and were just like lost terrifying Mm -hmm. like oh my god there was a guy who um his ship sank he was alive underwater for three days underwater there was an air pocket in the shipwreck he was trapped in the bottom of the ocean in this air pocket for three days he lived because the divers went down to recover the bodies so imagine how this diver must have literally pissed his (laughs) wetsuit because like imagine he like emerges into this air pocket with his light it's pitch black down there because it's the bottom of the ocean and there's a guy who's alive (laughs) and imagine that guy he must have been scared because a he's in the dark in the water for three days doesn't know how deep down he is and then all of a sudden he hears like the water slopping around and this light out of nowhere you'd be blinded the ocean's terrifying can you imagine how many people died like that because nobody went down to check to see if there were survivors i'd be so scared to spend 36 hours alone in the darkness with my thoughts knowing you're probably gonna die that sounds like slow torture i don't like that in the water so you're freezing yeah the ocean scary ocean bad me not grateful for ocean was he okay i guess he couldn't see so that's probably the biggest yeah like you can't move when you can't see but like yeah did he have the ability or was he stuck like to to move around or like get up on into the pocket or was the pocket so i don't know i'm just very curious about because i feel like you there's a video you would die of hypothermia wouldn't you if you stayed in the water for Uh, more than like a day there's a video of like divers finding him they had cameras that's terrifying i don't know i'll send it to you you can watch it later (laughs) maybe yeah Uh, guys stranded at bottom new fear unlocked i don't like boats granted like you'll never find me on a boat because i get very very seasick we could be like walking too fast and i'll go well i'm feeling a little woozy (laughs) no that's that's an exaggeration his name was harrison okin or okene and he managed to survive in a small air pocket drinking (laughs) coca-cola same i hope coca-cola gave him some kind of like a sponsorship (laughs) free lifetime supply of coca-cola that's wild i can't honestly i can't understand it. i was just like sitting here trying to i don't know relate to that or like fully grasp the situation it's just mm-hmm. it, it doesn't seem real to me i am grateful that that man was able to survive yes. and i'm sure so is he i'm grateful for him good for him on the ungrateful scary parts the first thing i wrote <laughs> was wasps Mm. I don't like wasps. Probably wasps bad. My like third biggest fear is wasps. I've never been stung before. I don't know why I'm so terrified. They're evil. I'm so okay. Someday, 
Nova will eat a wasp or a bee. It's gonna happen. <laughs> she she chases bugs. She snaps at them outside. She's like, nom, nom. She's gonna eat something that's gonna sting her, and it's gonna be terrifying for me when I take her to the vet and her face is ballooned up because she ate something she wasn't supposed to. I get you. You were saying, I, though, that wasps do stuff, right? Yeah, I haven't heard... Well, listen, okay, so wasps do stuff. And I know I know this because uh, there's this podcast called Ologies. And you know what? Yes, you should listen to our podcast. But when you're done, you should also go listen to Ologies. Uh, and they did an episode about wasps. And they had, like, an expert on to talk about wasps and you know what i'm gonna be real didn't listen to the episode but i did see (laughs) ologies tweet about how they're stopping wasp slander uh so they must do something (laughs) on a quick google it says they play a vital role in protecting gardens and farm crops by controlling pest populations they capture and consume insects such as flies caterpillars and beetle larvae guess who also does that my dog like (laughs) (laughs) i was i thought you were gonna say me for a second you were gonna guess who also does that me (laughs) me i protect my farm by eating the bugs that no you're out in the garden with like a pair of chopsticks (laughs) good soup good soup um no like there's so many other predators that feast on the same shit i'm sure you can get rid of wasps and still Mm. have a decent ecosystem you're probably right. I killed a bunch of wasps the other day. They got Good. like, they were like th- three. In- okay, so our uh, uh, window has like a screen on it, but the screen has a hole, and there's like a wasp nest somewhere outside our building. Oh God! Um, That's so there were like fuel. three wasps in our apartment, and I was like, I I was I was like a cat on the prowl. Mm-hmm. Bitch was on a hunt. I got my notes, <laughs> my school notes. Uh, and I was just like sitting in the kitchen waiting for them to land somewhere <laughs> and then like pounce and smack the fuck out of it. It was very satisfying. I felt uh, I felt powerful. It was good. <laughs> I would be too scared to kill a wasp because they smell fear. I I'm, know. I'm I'm the I'm the big man of the house. I got to I got to take care of the wasps. I can take care the, of anything else. Like oh, spiders, I will let him outside. Let hmm, me yeah. escort this big big man outside. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Honestly, house flies too. Uh, but like fruit flies, you're dead, bitch. Mosquitoes, you're dead. you're dead, bitch. Oh, I hate fruit flies so fucking much. We had a problem with them last year. There, I, I don't know if I told this story on uh, the podcast as well. Honestly, at this point, we're gonna get repeat stories. Get used to it. This is our <laughs> podcast. We're get not good, fucking bitches. sorry. Um, but in I think it was like middle school. My dog Tasha had somehow found the bag of potatoes and decided, oh "Mm, no, I'm gonna hide this for later. So she brought it into our electrical room and we didn't know. Fast forward a couple months and there's a smell in our house and we're like, oh man, this smells like hot garbage or like decaying matter. And we were like, we should really find out what that is. Like my dad went under the crawl space to try to find out like if there was a dead animal under there type of smell. Damn. And then one day, Tash is, like, doing this thing. So she's really intelligent. She can, like, communicate extremely well with us. So she was making me follow her because she wanted something, clearly. Um, and she brought me to the electrical room. And I was like, what What in God's name do you want with the electrical room? I opened the mm-hmm. door. And, I, oh, by the way, we had a huge fruit fly problem because of this. Uh, this. This is where the story's coming from. 
a, a like waft of flies came out and I just no! saw the bag open and like destroyed <laughs> and gross and I was like mom I found the smell and Tasha looked so impressed she was so proud she was like look what I did <laughs> and I was like how dare you never do this again that's so good. I can't believe God, mom good. didn't notice a missing bag of potatoes. It, like, it wasn't like, oh, there's a couple potatoes in the bottom of to the bag. To be fair. It was like half a bag of potatoes. To be fair, you and your brother have hollow legs. And so does your mom, for that matter. True. Y'all, y'all can, like, I've been to, to, uh, to, uh, that, that, like, never-ending sushi restaurant with your mom. We were there for three hours. She okay. don't <laughs> like, stop. Yeah. She don't stop. And like y'all are very like athletic people. So like you need to be able to like eat so you can fucking not collapse. I uh, haven't done a lick of exercise in like three years. I don't well, know where you're getting that fair. from. <laughs> well, you guys, while we lived in town. Yeah. No, I know? still have a really... Our family but has... like, I would not be surprised if she just assumed that your brother ate half a bag of potatoes. <laughs> Probably. Um, I've our... seen what he eats. Yeah, our family has super fast metabolisms. Also, the sushi place is just an exception. Mom only does that when she eats out. <laughs> <laughs> I respect it. Listen, I'm not harping on it. I wish I could do that. Food is an experience. I, mm, I agree. Oh, grateful for food. What kind of foods are you grateful for, Sam? What a segue. I'm I'm really good at this. All of it. <laughs> shove it all into my gullet. I'm grateful for pumpkins, for eating like pumpkin spice and stuff, but also just to look at. I have a whole pumpkin on my desk right now. I never understood the appeal of pumpkins. My roommate last year always had to go to, every time he went to the store, he bought a little gourd. And I was Aww. like, okay. But you've spent like it. fifty dollars on gourds now, and they're just gonna die. Like, what's the point? That's a lot of gourds. There was like, okay, so five dollars a gourd. We went to the grocery store a couple times in October, or like every time we'd go out in October, he'd pick one up. So let's say we went out five times, five dollars times five times. Oh God, math. That's like twenty five dollars for five gourds. Damn. So it, it like adds up. So he had, like, ten gourds, dude. Yeah, so, like, he had some in his room, he'd have some in the living room, then he had some, like, random places. Because, you know, or he'd have them in his office. And I'm like, that's a lot of gourds. And I get it, because he he likes to do the holiday thing. Like, he is so Mm. into Christmas. And I'm glad that he can find enjoyment through, like, setting seasons and the progression of time. But, like, that's a lot of gourds. (laughs) That's a lot of gourds. I just fucking love pumpkins so much. They're just so, they're cute. And they're round and they're spooky and they kind of feel like they make me feel like a little little goblin person, you know? <laughs> I just every time I see a pumpkin, I wanna slap it. Um so I'm very grateful for pumpkins. I'm probably not gonna carve this one because I don't want fruit flies all up in this bitch. So fair. Uh, but I will it, this pumpkin will stay on my desk until the end of October. And you- I'll just stare at him. Do you ever, like, buy a pumpkin to cook, or do you ever use pumpkin in your cooking? Um, no, but I want to. You know, it's the kind of thing where I'm like, if I had a good recipe that called for pumpkin, I'd be all up in that bitch. But, uh, because you can buy, like, pumpkin specifically for cooking. Canned pumpkin. Um, you, can, you can get, like, pie pumpkins and canned pumpkin, uh, like, cans of pumpkin puree for, like, shit. 
you know, pumpkin muffins. Mm, pumpkin muffins. So good. Fun fact. Uh, pumpkin is very good for dogs and gog digestive really? systems. Within a certain amount. Like, obviously, everything in moderation. But when a dog is feeling, uh, or if a dog's, like, digestive system isn't working properly, like, solid, whatever, uh, you can use pumpkin, and usually canned pumpkin puree is the easiest method, but uh, you can use that to regulate their digestive system. That's delightful. And I've never met a dog that doesn't like pumpkin. Hmm. So I like it's, that. It's spooky season. Get your dog some pumpkin. They'll pumpkin. thank you for it. What are some other things we can talk about? Do we want to keep going with grateful or should we go back down to the ungrateful list? Let's do some ungrateful. You know, we got to keep ourselves humble. I've highlighted the one I want you to talk about. Uh, uh, Okay. (laughs) No, (laughs) stop. I am ungrateful for uwu culture. I What is uwu culture for those who are uncultured? Mm-hmm. Do I gotta? Mr. Obama? Is that you? Okay, so uwu culture is basically <laughs> like over, like, over uh, exaggerated, like cutesy, uh, like people talking, like baby talking, and they spell things with U's. <laughs> and it, I have. <laughs> Ulu comes specifically from a, a face made with U W U, which looks like mm. closed eyes and like the three or the the like kitty mouth that people like to use. Yeah, and, and I'm ungrateful for it. <laughs> I don't want it. There's, I I have a, a love hate relationship with it because I think it's really funny. Like I love Ulu culture it because is. looking at it ironically but also kind of unironically at this point like i have to accept <laughs> it uh i enjoy uwu culture however when you see people that like go all in on uwu culture and that is their existence and you can't not talk to them without like talking to a child that gets a little cringe no offense yeah. to people but like it's just not my jam i okay so speaking of like joking about uwu culture we were actually doing that in the discord uh last week um because we were talking about our favorite our favorite uh plan you know step one die uh and so we were just like it was mecca who started it um we were like elaborating on it so mecca goes step one mista please become not living (laughs) and then i go oh mr grim weeper please weep my soul first (laughs) that's fucking funny and then it just kept going so like i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for being able to make fucking stupid jokes but um also it hurts me every time i i do it i lose a little bit more of my soul until one day the uh ubu gods will um consume me whole and i will perish honestly eternal flames it's like my relationship with dabbing at mm. first, I didn't dab because I was like, oh, this is just a new trend that everyone's going to do. And then I picked it up because I was like, oh, it's on cool now. <laughs> dab. Uh, because I'm <laughs> dumb like that. And then people picked it up again. And I was like, all right, I'll lay off because it's it's mainstream, too cool. And then now everyone hates the dab. And I'll dab. And people go, did you just dab? And I'm like, hell yeah. And I'll dab hell again. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> I don't know why I find irony or 
that kind of stuff so funny. Like, I would not do it if I didn't think it was absolutely hilarious. And I don't yeah. know why I think it's funny, but I guess it's because the reaction I get. Obviously, like, I'm a shit disturber, and if someone gives me a reaction, <laughs> I'm going to keep doing something. Uh, so I, I guess because people are like, that's not cool, you can't do it anymore, and then I'm like, does the thing. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like when... Same when... application. Yeah, it's like when we say things like we use slang from the past and mix it from mix it with like modern slang you you herb you you <laughs> ungroovy <laughs> person that's totally not very whip nay nay groovy tubular of you my guys so i there gonna you need go. you to calm down because that's just not very cash money <laughs> i wish boomer Ugh. humor was using like gen z culture out of context and not yes. things like i don't know what, what is boomer humor Phone bad. <laughs> phone bad. Uh, phone bad minions. Yeah. Ooh, anyway, Mr. Minion. <laughs> phone is bad. I need to bring this up because it, it happened like right before the podcast. I am very grateful for having decent neighbors this year. Two things. Aww. One last night, our neighbor broke out the violin, and I was like, "Oh God." <gasps> We have a, a a musician next door, and I was so scared. But it wasn't a violin. They were doing a fiddle, and they were <gasps> so good at fiddling. And I was like, damn, I'm jamming to some sweet, sweet fiddle. And, like, that was a really nice experience. I A little late. It was, like, 9 o'clock. But, I mean, mm. it's at 9 o'clock on it's a Saturday. A Friday. Yeah, like, oh, Saturday. What day is it? Sunday. Today's Sunday. <laughs> Continue. So, I, I, like, really didn't mind, especially because they're good at music. Like, if they were bad at music, it'd be a problem. Yeah. Um, but the other the other neighbors, the upstairs neighbors, I had already mentioned that they had a party on a Thursday, and I was worried about this. They have not mm. since had a party. Nice. Ah, oh, um, yay. When I moved in, I was running the dog in the backyard, and they... They have a deck that extends into the backyard without steps, so it's just the deck. And they called out to me. They were like, I like your dog. What's her name? And I was like, it's Aww. Nova. Uh, but they've actually developed a relationship. So Zach was outside with the dog at one point, and they came over, and he was like, would you, would you like to pet her? So now every time they come outside and Nova's outside, I hear the girls go, Nova! And then I and like, <laughs> they get all excited and she gets all happy. And uh, I've been out there where I've given them treats so that they can feed her. And it's just a really good relationship, not only for them, but also the dog. And I'm really happy that uh, she was able to establish something like that. Because she had that at her last house, too. Dog friends! Nova makes so many friends. Uh, our neighbors last year were a bunch of dudes. And they were like the party dudes. But uh, we have a connected backyard. So the decks that we had were separated by a fence but the yards were actually open so she would hang out right next to the edge of our yard because they used to come outside and grill on the uh <laughs> on the barbecue so she would just like sit there and get pets and get like dog treats and they actually like a week into moving in they were like, oh, we put a dog, like a bowl out for the dog so she could drink Aww. water. And I was like, that's so cute. Oh my that's God. Adorable. Yeah, Nova just makes friends everywhere she goes. I'm grateful for Nova and all of my other dogs, by the way. Do yeah. I need to elaborate? I don't think so. No, we already established at the beginning of the episode that y'all are good dog people. Yep. Good dog people. 
I um I uh speaking of neighbors and such, I'm very grateful because like my apartment I'm living in has like a a wide like window ledge. I I live on the second floor, so I can like sit in it and have like my main character moment, but my favorite thing is watching drunk people walk home at night. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. delightful because they're not like rowdy they're not like dangerous drunk people they're young people having the time of their fucking lives and just watching them be like silly goofy humans i'm i'm just so pleased for that and like there's like this cat that hangs around the block um don't know who he is never i've only ever seen him at night like looking down from the window but watching <laughs> all the drunk people pet the cat is just such a good experience oh my god there's a cat and then they mm-hmm. all converge on the cat and the cat and just the cat just it. lies in the middle of the sidewalk Hell and it's yeah. just like this is the best best day of my life talking about university things i feel bad for saying this but it's it's so true uh ita one lab and then i do tutoring for two sessions of help center i love talking to students like younger students because they make me feel way smarter than i actually am (laughs) uh i have to apparently validate all of my actions uh but the way i do that for school is often through uh, them asking me stupid things and making me feel super, super smart. Especially when they go, uh, I'll make a suggestion or something in lab and they go, good idea, you're so smart. And then I'm like, yeah, I am. <laughs> it's like, that's right, praise me. <laughs> or like, I, I'll, sorry, uh, one last thought. I'll walk no, into lab and they'll do something, like they'll they'll break something or whatever and I'll, I'll be like, I'll come over and I'll be like, I got you, I'll, I'll take care of this for you. And they're like, thank you so much. And I'm like, yeah, Aww. yeah, I, I look out for my, my little students. <laughs> I got you. I was gonna, I was just gonna say like, I get that because like it feels good to be like recognized as like, mm, like a like an authority on a subject mm. you know it's like oh yes this person knows they've studied and they know um but also like it does feel good to uh take care of people uh you know it's like yes yeah. you are you are my students now well i have I, uh, sorry keep going no i was gonna say i don't have that but <laughs> my new friends literally thought that i was the eldest and they were like oh yeah this is our uh this is our mom friend she's the mom we never had <laughs> and then it turns out i'm the baby of the group i'm the youngest i'm like i'll still be your mom though <laughs> that's that's fine we i'll be the mom friend mom friends mom friends are so important a group without a mom friend is just a disaster <laughs> that's just a bunch of orphans right there <laughs> yeah uh, but in chem help I always have, like, regulars that really, like, struggle with chemistry, and I get it. Like, chemistry can be really hard. Me but... hate, me ungrateful for chemistry. Continue. <laughs> the fact that I can actually see them improve uh, week by week gives me so much, like, Aww. satisfaction. Uh, I did a tutoring in high school. Uh, it was for a supplementary exam, so the guy had a really low mark, like, a failing mark. Uh, and he needed to pass the supplementary, so I, I did some tutoring for him, and he went up 30%, which 
Which is Damn. like okay. From tutoring, you can expect a little bit of increase. Like, I was thinking maybe, because we had, what, two months to do the supplementary? And I was like, okay, I'll get him into passing range. He's pretty close now. So even if he doesn't pick up much from tutoring, like, he should be able to pass. And this this guy did, like, a 180 and picked up 30%. I was like, I did that. I helped that happen. Obviously, I didn't do, like, most of the work. It was all all the kid. But, like, I helped him prep. I I took the, the concepts that he couldn't understand and I made them. Uh, consumable and stuff like that and it's just it's so satisfying <laughs> i i love that for you yeah. it was very good ungrateful in terms of university uh I, I take advantage of how close my university is it is 10 minutes away and every day i'm like man <laughs> i have to go walk in the hot hot sun um but <laughs> i i do have to like think about how people so like some people have to drive to school some people have to take the bus to school so the fact that i could just like get up at any point and just walk to the school yeah i should take more uh, i should be more grateful for that that's the first ungrateful thing that wasn't just i hate this thing <laughs> it's yeah i should appreciate this thing more i agree like same like a lot i i live about 15 minutes away but it's like close enough that i can walk and i don't have to worry about getting on a bus so I'm a, I'm in the same boat. Also, I should I should be more grateful for that. Also, I should be more grateful for university in general. I'm getting this education over here, and yet you wouldn't you wouldn't know because <laughs> yeah. all I do is complain. <laughs> well, that's like it's it's so love hate with university because we do have to put so much effort into what mm. we're doing. Like, really, what are we getting out of this? A piece of paper hopefully a job yeah. that pays well mm. but there there feels like or at least for me there feels like there's no objective and that i'm just doing this because i have to obviously mm. there's parts of it that i really enjoy like i like going to lab i like meeting the people and stuff i don't like paying thousands of dollars for an education that i may or may not use that's the part where i'm like mm. yeah and, not big on 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 having to pay that much money and things like staying up really late because you have an assignment due and the due date doesn't actually matter (laughs) but a professor has made a due date and then you have to literally trade mental and or physical well-being to get a decent grade i'm tired of that i I don't want to do it anymore i'm not going to stay up late i'd rather just miss the deadline i respect that (laughs) yeah because it's not fucking worth it that's how soup approaches everything like she's like i don't lose sleep over nothing like she could she could totally fuck up and like have to hand in something the next day and she'll still go to bed at like 8 30 she's like <laughs> i don't lose sleep for no man the other week or like literally this week she accidentally she wrote a due date wrong in her calendar yeah. so it was it was due next week or she said she thought it was due next week but by the time she actually went to start it it was already like due like she had done maybe a little bit of work but yeah it was already passed out and like the answer key for the assignment is already up and she was like mm, i fucked up anyway and i was like how are you not like <laughs> freaking out to the professor right now and she's like there's nothing i can do and i'm like ah I, I would be distraught. I would be heartbroken, torn up, and inconsolable. <laughs> so, honestly, same. Like, it, I don't know. I, I hate missing. I, I missed a quiz, like a, a participation quiz, and I got all butthurt about it. <laughs> yeah, I would be right there with you, friend. No judgment here. Yeah, pretty impressed by soup. That's. I wish I could do that. 
did we want to have obsessions of the week? I don't really have yeah. one. I know you have one. I do. Uh, well, I always have an obsession. But this week's uh, obsession is, uh, I don't know much about it, but everybody's favorite fucking Canadian, Commander Chris Hadfield, the best astronaut alive. And if you have another favorite astronaut, you can fucking throw hands with me because he's not Chris Hadfield or she's not Chris Hadfield. Um, just released a fucking fiction book. I've read all his other books. Well, okay. He technically y'all, he already released a fiction book, but that fiction book was for children. It was a picture book. Did I buy it anyways? Yes, of course, because Chris Hadfield is the best Canadian. So I'm gonna buy all of his books. And like, he has a book of photos he took in space. And then he also has like a, like a autobiography kind of deal. And I've read that as well. Um, he also, I, sorry, I'm so obsessed with Chris Hadfield. He also, when he was in space, released an album of music he recorded in space. You and it's so good. You can't keep the art out of the scientist. He is a huge, mm-hmm. honestly, the most well-rounded human. If we had to Most put, well-rounded. If we had to make astronauts our, like, poster boys for Earth, Chris Hadfield would be the best poster boy. Send Chris Hadfield. He'll sort it out. Aliens are like, hey, we want to talk to you. Send Chris. He'll sort it. But anyways, yep. uh, back to the book. He released uh, he released a book called The Apollo Murders. And um, I am number 53 on the holds list, so I think I'm just going to go buy it because it's Chris and he's worth it. <laughs> he says it's a fiction, but what if it's just actually a nonfiction? <gasps> Da-na-na. And there was a murder on the Apollos. Da-na-na. That'd be <laughs> spooky, crazy, wild. Spooky, scary space boys do murders up in space. <laughs> <laughs> I like that version. Um, I, I guess I have an obsession of the week. I'm not going to get too much into it, but I've been playing the Lego Star Wars games with one of my friends. Yes. And I've been... Uh, it's really fun. I used to play the Lego Star Wars with my brother. We, we would rent it from like the Renton stores. And yeah. I would walk around as a gonk droid and just do literally nothing while my brother beat the game. So are it's they... nice to be doing that again. What's what's the gonk? Are they the toaster robots? Yeah, the ones that walk really <gasps> slowly and do absolutely... They go gonk every once in a while. I love those. And you can knock them <laughs> over. <laughs> those are my favorite. I can't believe my brother would put up with me multiple like hours playing as the gonk droid like i remember beating <laughs> levels as the gonk droid my brother's a saint like an absolute saint mm-hmm. that he would put up with that oh my god uh but yeah c- running around collecting studs it- it's good good nostalgia i have it's no connection best. to star wars but i have connections to those games agreed i also don't know how he did it but he accidentally bought the wrong game but he bought the game that i played before so I'm getting that oh. sweet, sweet nostalgia because I remember the game as opposed to the game that we were supposed to play. And that's, that's a that. fun dink. <laughs> I like it. Anyway, thank you for listening to We're So Fucking Sorry. You can find us both on Twitch at twitch.tv slash remove Sam. And at twitch.tv slash I'm sorry, Lucille. You can also follow us on Twitter at FKN underscore sorry. And I know it's October, but wear your sunscreen. Fuck. Wear, wear your, your sunscreen. Sun- <laughs> wear your sunscreen. Sunscreen. Wear your sunscreen. I can't tell you what to do. You live sunscream. your life. Sunscream. 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 <laughs> Patent that. That's ours now. You can't take it. Yeah. Bye. Sunscreen. <laughs>